Hello and welcome to How to Start Up, a podcast for anyone starting a company. This is a collection of conversations with people who have all successfully started, run and even sold their own companies, sharing not only professional but personal experiences on what we should be doing now, next or never. Hosted by me, Juliet Fallowfield, founder of PR consultancy for startups, Fallowfield and Mason. In today's episode, I'm talking to Ben Ivey, who, realising that successful people are not necessarily happy people, decided to work directly with entrepreneurs who might be feeling overwhelmed in order to help them better manage their work-life balance as well as succeed further in business. Hi, Ben. Thanks so much for your time today on How to Start Up. It would be great if you could give a bit of background as to who you are and your own story. So uh, I'm Ben Ivey from Entrepreneur Lifestyle, and we work with overwhelmed founders who want to be able to boost their business success. And what really started me on this journey was many, many years back, and I had run a couple of businesses before, and I was in Silicon Valley. And I was there with my team, and we were looking to raise money for a, a VR startup, basically looking to help people learn using you know different techniques. And it was incredibly fascinating. We were looking to raise you know, a quarter mil, and I was you know, connecting with entrepreneurs who were running you know multi multi million dollar you know, businesses. I was getting into Ubers with people, and I was I was connecting with such fascinating people. But I ended up realizing that. You know, many of them, even though they were what I deemed successful, were really you know, struggling, unhappy, and, and not really enjoying themselves. So it was that, uh, along with actually losing my father to suicide, which just completely shifted my focus on what I was doing in business. And it, it took me on this journey to really discover what is it that really matters to us in life. And you know, my dad was my best friend. I saw him the day before, and it was an incredibly challenging time to think that we can create these parallel worlds. I'm so sorry to hear that you've gone through that. Just as a personal note, I lost my father a year and a half ago, so I'm so sorry. It's just such a tough thing to go through. I can't imagine how you cope with that. Yeah, it was certainly an incredibly challenging time. And when I was uh, you know, going through that, I remember flying to China, you know, attending different talks and, and basically trying to figure out, number one, what happened. But also, you know, I'm, I'm sure this, this isn't the only case. I mean, look at someone like Robin Williams, look at other people that you know, were incredibly successful, but suddenly they're incredibly unhappy as well. And it just made me think of these parallel worlds. So this, this literally took me on a journey where I went all over the world, attending hundreds of different talks from LA to the UK to China to basically understand what makes people you know, fulfilled and happy in life. And on that journey, I started to connect with you know, mainly entrepreneurs who were also feeling overwhelmed and stressed, and I started helping them. And, and it started off like that, and, and that was many, many years ago. And as I started to you know, build a profile, go out in China, start to do talks and into different places, I ended up building up a brand and started to speak on a variety of different stages. You know, I have one side of the business, which is obviously you know, certifying people, helping people learn those skills. And then we've obviously expanded into different places, helping more and more entrepreneurs. And then with COVID, we digitalized the business. That's all online. And that really brings us to today where we're you know, running things internationally, we've got a team, and uh, basically having a larger impact on entrepreneurs from all walks of life. So what was it you did first when you started the company? It was a really challenging time because I remember thinking, oh, yeah, I've got this business, I'm flying through it, I'm leading it, I've got my team, this is wicked, or do I do something completely different? And the biggest thing for me was when I have this, then I will addiction. 
And what I mean by that, and I was literally talking to a client the other day about this, is when I have that success, then I'll be happy. When I have my successful business, then I'll find a great relationship. When I do this, then I'll do that. And and what I realized is that I wanted to have success in one business in order to inspire people and to help others. So I thought maybe I just shortened the learning curve here and I decided to let the business go and to actually you know go forth and start to try and help other people who are really struggling in their lives. You know, from now I've never looked back. You've really got to look at your personal self before you can look at your professional self because if you're not looking after your personal, the professional is definitely going to suffer. So if you've got any advice around that, that would be amazing to share. Yeah, I think ultimately, when it comes down to your personal and professional self, there's always going to be advice from loads of different people. And I think that the biggest challenge that entrepreneurs have is that one person will say, you need to hustle, you need to work, you need to just do your 16 hour days. And then you've got other people being like, chill out, relax, have balance, meditate, right? And, and often, it's, it's very challenging when you have these contrary views both from successful entrepreneurs, try and figure out what's right for you. And what's really important is that I often hear people say, you know, do what you love and the money will follow, right? And, and that's kind of saying like, eat whatever you want and you'll be fit, right? You can eat like loads of Krispy Kreme donuts and you'll be fine. I think a lot of people get so focused on, you know, doing what they love, they forget that they need to be able to market it. It's that combination of figuring out what is it that you want to achieve and understanding that intersection? Like, where do you have passion? Where do you have a great ability? And where is there a market? And understanding where that intersection is and then figuring out, is this something that you actually want to do? Because if you're just in it for the money, the truth is you're going to fall by the wayside, right? You've got to have something that's above and beyond that in order to keep you going through tough times. You've got to be at peace with the weight of responsibility that arrives when you start a company. And I was wondering if you could expand on that from your point of view. Sure. So I think that the weight of responsibility actually depends on where you are in life. And and the reason why I say that is when you first start out and let's say, you know, you're in your early 20s, you don't really have any family responsibilities, there's kind of a lesser responsibility there in that you're less responsible to other people. If you've got a family, if you've got kids, there's a different level of responsibility that goes with that. But ultimately, when you are building a business, suddenly you are in control of your income, you are in control of clients. and, And there is so much there for for you to deal with. Very often people suffer with their imposter syndrome. How do I do this? How do I brand myself in the right way? Where do I even focus? And this is where it's so easy to get overwhelmed because you really don't know where to focus. And I think that's such a shame that so many entrepreneurs get trapped, attempting to do things that they hope is going to work, but it doesn't really help them long term. That's so true. And was there a piece of advice that you were offered right at the start that you still live by? So I was definitely offered a variety of advice. And you know, one of the ones which I think is really powerful is you're the average of the five people you spend most time with. And I really think that that's not only important to understand, but also you're going to have the average of those five people's income in five years time. And that's not to say, oh, look, if you want to make a ton of money, you've got to hang around with people that are very rich. It's saying there is a different level of mindset and belief that comes with people who are having a bigger impact in the world. And, and that's where, when I really started to integrate that, I was thinking, you know, who do I want to spend time with? Who do I want to emulate a model in order to have a huge impact in the world? And that's where I looked into mentors. I looked into, you know, Tony Robbins. He's obviously like the biggest guy doing uh, like all of that in the world. I was like, well, that's one guy that I've clearly got to model and learn from, right? So I've literally been to loads of his events. I've flown to Fiji. I've been to LA because I wanted to model someone that was very good. And with anyone, I think that there's strengths and then there's weaknesses to anyone in the world. And basically just being open to that has been really powerful to really allow me to 
understand the best of the best from different people. And I think that something that I really enjoy is setting little challenges. And Juliet, the reason why I say that is I think that small challenges in loads of different areas of your life is so important because it helps you level up. All these different elements that really just push you above and beyond. What was the thing that you found most surprising that you've learned about yourself since becoming your own boss? I think that one of the most surprising things that I've learned about myself is the ability to be incredibly disciplined. It's one of the things that my wife and I were chatting about, and we we first connected seven years ago. We weren't together then. We started going out five and a half years later, and she said one of the things that really drew her to me was that I do things that I said I was going to do. I said I was going to set up a business. I was going to write a book, and I think a lot of people say these things, but not many people follow it through with action, and I think that what I really realized about myself is that I truly can. Like when I commit to something, I know I'm going to make it happen. Be that the, the TED talk in Chinese. And I've got to say that like, the reason I'm saying that is because that was like truly mind blowing, like the amount of effort and time that had to go into something like that. And suddenly by doing that, it allows you to just get these little wins. And suddenly you realize that you're much more capable of things that you never thought were possible. Is there anything that you know now that you would have benefited from knowing when you started? Yeah, I, I definitely think that one of the most important things, especially when you first start out in business, is understanding that cash is king and you need to be able to spend time to gain that money and focus on that rather than learning skills that you may not need long term. And the reason why I said that is that I've taught myself like how to have a better website, contracts, like accounting, like all these different elements, social media. And, and I think it's great to have a fundamental understanding. And that is very, very important. However, if you can focus on what you're very, very good at and to be able to get that cash coming in, what's amazing now is you can have people all over the world that will do things for a smither of the cost so much faster to really help you move forward. I remember doing the design for my posters and I can genuinely say, looking back at it now, if I showed you one of these, my design skills are like sub-zero. It's horrendous. But I was there and I was thinking, yeah, I'm just going to kind of give this a go, throw something out there, let's, let's see what I can do. It's amazing to think of how much time I save now getting things designed, sorting things out, having the right people in the right places has been game changing. And I think it's so, so, so important to really build that team. Given that you are juggling so many different things, how do you find time to do it all? I think that one of the most important things is to have a system that really works for you. And the reason why I say this is a lot of people don't spend time up leveling themselves as an entrepreneur in order to be more effective. And and I invested so much in myself to begin with, going to all these different talks on on productivity, efficiency, energy, like all the things that are fundamental in order to be more productive in the day, get more things done. And I think that if you can spend a lot of time focusing on upgrading yourself and you're working with coaches and mentors and people that can see your blind spots, it just really helps you move forward. And I think this is a really important point for entrepreneurs. and, And that is that we often keep everything we need to do in our heads or we you know, think about things but like, okay, I've got to remember to do that and that and that and that. And one of the, the biggest principles that I offer people is to have a second mind. What I mean by that is have a piece of software that acts as your second brain so that you've got a software that has all your tasks, everything you need to remember, and it's all there. And is there anything, if you could have your time and could go back and do it again, you wouldn't do? I actually asked this on my podcast as well. And, and what I tend to find is that I'm glad everything happened the way it did because I've learned so much experience from it. If it didn't happen that way, then I wouldn't be in the position that I am now. But I think ultimately what's great now is is just using those experiences to accelerate myself more moving forward and also the entrepreneurs that I see. And what do you enjoy the most about being self-employed? 
For me, I, I enjoy, what I enjoy the most is that I can choose if I want to have a day off. And I have really built my business around that. And you know, most of my clients chat to me twice a month. So if I, if I want, I can easily take a couple of weeks off. I can chill out. And, and I think that I've really designed it with that in mind. And when I first started, it was you know, these constant calls and I couldn't really have that break. So I, I really enjoy being able to do that. And of course, the flip side of it, what do you enjoy the least? I'll tell you exactly what I dislike the most. And this is hands down. The amount of things that I have to deal with in China is an absolute joke. Because obviously I have my business in the UK, I have a business in China. People do not understand the amount of admin and headaches that are involved. Like I'll give an example. Last year, my business account suddenly just stopped working. And I'm like, well, why? And like, what's going on? And then I get an email from my accountant out in China. They're like, yeah, yeah, they closed the business down because they visited your business office and you weren't there. And I'm like, of course I wasn't there. It's COVID. And, and like, just like things like that. And then the amount of admin that's involved of taking pictures, going back and forth, trying to talk to them at the back. So for, for me, you know, dealing with that sort of thing is, is something that I don't enjoy. What have you had to learn about working with other people when you're self-employed? And that sort of ties into the question around trust as well. What have you learned about trusting people when you've become self-employed? A lot of people stagnate because they don't trust other people enough and give them the responsibility needed to make mistakes and to to do things that they're not used to, right? And I'll literally give you an example today. Like one of my new like social media people have come on they posted an image and i'm like well you didn't resize it and now half the image has gone on instagram and why because they did it on their laptop instead of their phone right it's like it's like a tiny simple mistake but it's really important to to give people like responsibility and i think that especially when you're first building your business there's this view that you know you don't want to make mistakes you want to make sure you have the right brand and i think that there's a tendency people overcompensate for imposter syndrome by wanting to make everything perfect and i think that that actually stagnates everything that they could do if they were to trust other people and actually allow them to take a bit more control how do you structure your work life balance have you got any advice for founders who are starting their journey I think that one of the most important principles that I often share with clients is about having business boundaries. And what I mean by this is when I first started, you know, I remember working with people, literally founders that were suicidal, founders that were like completely depressed and overwhelmed, and all the way up to, yeah, you know, I just want to optimize what I'm doing. And, and I remember waking up one morning at like 6 a.m. and I've got a message from a client. They're out in China. I'm in the UK. And like, there's a constant barrage of messages no matter where I am in the world because I have clients in different places, right? So, you know, their 8 a.m. is my 8 p.m. or my midnight. So, I realized that you know, when I woke up in the morning, I look at this message, I'm thinking, you know, is this something that I want to read right now before I've even like, opened my eyes and start to process things? And, and I think that one of the biggest challenge for, for entrepreneurs is that sometimes we're so on that you don't give yourself space either side to really quiet the mind, like relax and get yourself in the right state in order to deal with the day. So something that I think is really important is to have that boundary. So I make sure that I don't look at anything on my phone in, in the morning like whatsoever. I give myself that space to, to stretch, to do what I call the daily power, which is like your gratitude, visualization, you know, conditioning who you want to become and all those elements that are really important in order to have a really sound routine and then decide like when you want to start your business, what time. 
scheduling holiday far in advance is important. Like everything happening with COVID as an example, I'm making sure that I'm scheduling like a week off. I'm not even going to go anywhere, but I'm spending a week off work. I'm chilling out. I'm going to do something depending on what's open so that I have that break. Because when I was traveling around the world, you know, I would still have breaks either side. Like I'd chill out for a few days before I fly. I'd chill out for the last week. And there's different things that I do either side of my talks so that I would have that break. And I think that it's really important to build that into your own routine. Is there any final piece of advice that you'd like to offer a new founder starting up? I think that one of the things that's coming up to me, and this is something that I say to myself almost every day, is that hell on earth would be to meet the man you could have been. Don't let today be that day. And the reason why I think that's really important is that it's easy to get down on ourselves with different challenges that we have and unforeseen circumstances that you know, we can't deal with. And if we stay in that negative state, it's difficult to really move ourselves forward. So I think one of the most important things is actually being kind to yourself and really making each day count so that you can really move yourself forward. Thank you, Ben. That's brilliant. It's been good to talk to Ben, who understands the importance of self-esteem in entrepreneurs, as in everybody else. I particularly appreciated his advice. Be kind to yourself and make every day count. If you'd like to hear from Ben, you can find his details in the show notes, along with a recap of the advice he has so kindly shared. Thank you for listening to How to Start Up. I hope these conversations offer you some confidence, encouragement and reassurance that you're on the right track. If you've enjoyed this podcast, I'd be so appreciative if you were to rate, review and subscribe as it will really help other people starting a company discover it.